0: Hey y'all, it's the Carbon Alchemist here, giving y'all the tools for your transformation. Out here transmuting daily, coming at y'all with the late night podcast for the night owls that's up with the mind wandering as such. Um, For those of you that are new, you can visit www.thecarbonalchemist.com to get more information on where to book your session with I. So, y'all know how we do. Let's get into it. Um, I always say this, but, yeah, I have so many. Oh, my God, I just have so much content in my head. I can't wait to just, like, unveil it in the next couple, really, years probably. But um, thank (laughs) y'all. One way or another, this channel is algorithm and it's algorithm and it's algorithming, and I'm gonna let it so let it ride, flame on. But I wanted to talk about um, transmuting pain into purpose, and I feel like I touch on that in a lot of my podcasts. Like, that's kind of what they be about, or like different methods, or I, I would say real life application and how it shows up in real everyday life is kind of what I'm about. But, um, I'm one of those people that I'm really into like biographies and autobiographies and stuff like that. Um, I love if y'all hear some, like, just random something, it's almost like an eyelash is trying to just mess me up right now. Okay. Um, yeah, that's annoying. Random fact: I have long eyelashes, and they like go. They do this stupid thing where they get long, and then they fall straight down into the bottom lash. So when I blink, it's like these straight long lashes just getting caught in the bottom lashes. It's so stupid. Anywho, so I I, I I'm big on turning pain into purpose. Okay. I don't know why I just had a glitch moment. <laughs> I, 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 I. Um, I'm big on turning pain into purpose, but no, I like seeing it, or not even just seeing it, but it's always interesting to me. Like when you um not every successful person, but a lot of successful people, when you get into their stories and their backstories and stuff, it's really insane. Like, and You know, like this whole concept of like the tortured (laughs) artist, you know, I kind of get it, especially as you go through life, because like I say all the time, you know, uh, for those that listen, like when you go through certain things, your mind is able to just access different parts of the brain, you know, that I guess just... A regular mind. Well, I—I I mean, I not even. I guess I know because they even talk about this in like the military. You know, like the same way. There's there's parts of my brain that will just never activate. Like somebody that's been at war. You know, unless I go to war, it's just different. So you know, when you go through life, when you go through certain things and certain experiences, like you know, outside of transmuting the pain, I think it's very important to turn the pain into purpose and into power um and I was inspired to do this for a lot of reasons uh one yes I'm into biopics like I like even in the past couple months like I've you know I love getting on my laptop and like you know sending emails and doing basically just Back in business stuff, and it's I like having stuff in the background to like you know just kind of keep me company, or you know, it's cool to like be able to stop four or five or ten minutes and like look at something, go back, it kind of takes away the monotony out of just staring at a laptop. So, I really like biopics because they be like an hour and some change, you know, it's it's and then something always catches my eye or my attention. And, anywho. I was watching the Aretha movie and I've been wanting to watch this Aretha movie, the one with Jennifer Hudson. I haven't seen the other one, the part series. I don't know that one, but I was watching the movie. Now, honestly, I knew her story like more, a little bit of her story before, um, just cause my grandma had told me about it. My grandma be into like all of the old Hollywood and all the old stars and stuff. And when I used to live with her, we used to, um, sit up all night on YouTube and watch like old videos or like videos about old Hollywood and stuff like that. It was cool. I liked it. And then my grandma would watch old videos of like household appliances and things like that. But they actually made like long infomercials. I mean, I guess they still do, but like on stoves and, but it was like introducing appliances to the home. So completely different era, but I just kind of got off topic, but just a great story. I'm glad I got that time with my grandma. Uh, But I was watching her story and, whoo, shit. It just, I mean, (laughs) and I'm just laughing, just like when I just laugh sometimes, it's just like, man, like the irony, like my soul cries for people. I mean, this woman had a child at 12. You know what I mean? When she was a baby. I mean, talk about babies having babies. She was twelve. Uh got uh she was raped or assaulted by some neighborhood schoolboy and that was older than her and then now i did i watched the movie but then i always go and like research and like kind of look online and try to see like what was true what was not all that stuff but like that i didn't know but to see it even portrayed even vaguely in the in the movie i said oh my god so that's what made me go back and research it and then she ended up having another baby at 14 or 15. And then, I mean, just a string of abusive relationships. I think her last, her last husband may have not been, but the first three or the first three men definitely were. Um. You know, I mean, abusive dad, like, you know, her mother died when she was young. Like, I mean, had a weird sister dying. I mean, just everything that you could think of. But this is Aretha Franklin, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. And she still, and even like with her, because uh, now this I didn't know. She did 10 albums before she got a hit. She was like banging it out for 10 albums in six years before she got a hit with, uh, damn, I forgot what the song is. It's not Natural Woman and T." It's the other one. Oh, yeah, Liar, yeah, Cheetah, that one. You ain't no good. Y'all know that song. I can't do it right now. My voice is still raspy. I just can't. And I'm not going to disrespect her like that. Um, (laughs) But y'all know that song. And yeah, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And it made me think of, I remember when my mama told me about Maya Angelou and I liked Maya Angelou when I was younger because like my first love and has always been writing and she liked Maya Angelou uh she she liked Maya Angelou too and I remember my mama first told me she was like you know Maya Angelou used to be a prostitute right and I was like Maya Angelou who she was like Maya Angelou like she used to be a prostitute and then like She became a madam and was running to prostitutes and, you know, basically just was living life. But that is the beautiful part about life. And that's the funny part that I feel like, especially as younger people, we forget like these older people, like they be looking old and run down and like they just been old their whole life. But it's like, no, (laughs) you know, these people was living life, they was getting hot in the coochie, you know, they was out here fucking and sucking and doing drugs and drinking and, you know, getting put in jail and having experiences like literally like people been life. You know what I mean? Everybody been life since life hit. So is it, but it's just but now I remember when she first told me that because I was like yeah you she said yeah you would not think it would you but she my mama was actually saying it to say like you see how far people can come you see how like you know someone's like you don't you how someone's journey can propel them like and then she got to telling me about uh well for those of you that know my mama used to make me read books on black people like uh. Black influencers, which you would call Black excellence and stuff back in the day. So Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Josephine Baker, Alex Haley, uh, W.E. Bois. like you had to literally I had to read all these books, all these biographies on all these, you know, Black or what we would call just Black elites. Right. And it's cool. Like, I I thank God for it. Like now that I'm older, because, you know, once again, you know, it goes back into the transmuting aspect, like, you know, and what I be telling black people on my channel all the time, like, you don't have to be, you don't have to put yourself in this confines of, of racism. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that racism don't exist and all these other different things. But when you look at what even our ancestors, hell, even 30, 40, 50 years ago, you know what I mean, was navigating what they, what they were able to overcome. You will really look at your situation now and be like, okay, I really don't really have a lot of excuses. Like these niggas was literally getting sold, (laughs) you know, like literally I need that to kind of be, you know, factored in. Yes, we go to work, but damn, you know, like your freedom, like you're literally being sold. You're being picked apart and prodded and you know you're at the you're literally at the whim and mercy of another human being at at any given moment you your wife your kids everything and but nah just anywho going just going back to that I mean well it all applies because that's turning definitely turning pain into purpose but um yeah no it was just very disturbing to watch this woman's biopic because I said damn like it it even makes it even more triumphant that she got where she got you know but it just goes to show too. like and i'm saying this to people that go through things and i'm also saying this to people that put through things put other people through things like you can't stop the rain okay nobody when when god has a purpose on your life when god has when you have a purpose and you're operating within that purpose there is no situation, no human, no, I mean, literally nothing. Like how they say, "What if God is for you, who could be against you?" It's literally that. Um, because when you look at these, especially, and I like to use them because they're and they were women too. They were black women at at times when racism was was at its peak. But they were two black women. They were able to become icons, you know, across the board. So, um. But just to see, it it just makes it more triumphant. And But it it goes to also show that regardless, like nobody can stop it. Nobody can stop the rain. You can't even stop yourself sometimes. Like I didn't even know Aretha, uh, Miss Aretha Franklin had a drinking problem like that. I said, damn. And then when I, you know, further research, yeah, her family was like scared that she was going to have another breakdown. They were scared, like they were scared that she was going to get sick. Back then, like she ended up dying of pancreatic cancer, like some, I'm gonna say, like several years ago. Um, I'm she just died, I'm gonna say, like five years ago. Uh, but yeah, her family she drank so much, they thought she was gonna die back then. Uh, but she was just going through, you know, everybody got their vices, you know, whatever it is. Some people like weed, some people like coke, some people like drink, some people like sex. Some people like makeup. Some people like, I mean, whatever. Like, there's a million and one different addictions. Just pick one. Um, but, I I mean, I don't know. It's the movie. But, obviously, we could tell from her life, like, she continued to progress and, you know, do great things and continue to be an icon. Same thing with Maya Angelou, like, literally up until their death. And so they clearly serve their purpose and then some. But to be able to look at their story and where they come from and it goes back to, it ties into what I'm saying, where, how the mind during these traumatizing events, because I mean, they dealing with family, life, men, you know, oh my God, that alone, you just know it's just some bullshit. But, you know, it goes to show also the power of the mind, you know, like Regardless of everything, these women still had an uncanny, unwavering belief in themselves. They had to have, you know what I mean? And even when they didn't, that purpose is going to override all that. And this is why I'm going to do another podcast like coming up here soon, probably like next week. Just, yeah, probably next week. Um, But. Is gonna be really just about the difference between purpose and ambition and discipline and just all those different things. I think I touched on this before, but I think that alone needs its own podcast because even me, like, I'm, you know, I'm an ambitious person, but even I can say, and sickness definitely illuminated this for me like, ambition and purpose is literally two different things, it's two different attributes. You can have highly ambitious people that have absolutely no fucking purpose. They're just running, 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 running. You feel me? Like, And I was one of those people. You feel me? I was just running, 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 running. But I didn't have purpose. Once I got that purpose in my life, I even figured out, I said, damn, it's more so an ebb and flow. It ain't even like a hustle hard, run yourself into the ground. It's more so like an ebb and flow. With your own internal clock, your own internal alignments and movements, you know, like your your energetic fields and what you're going through, and your planetary alignments, like like I say it's i'm I'm an occultist at heart it it gotta be about your shit, but um yeah, it's just amazing to see you know, like I mean. <laughs> You got women that got every excuse in the book. You know, Maya Angela was raped when she was seven by her mother's boyfriend. Like, damn, you know, and we already know, like once trauma happens and it ain't even got to be just sexual abuse or like whatever it could be, fiz- whatever it is, just it freezes you. It pauses you in a time but what also people don't talk about during these traumatic or painful experiences is that if you go back like i always talk about when you revisit those painful moments those painful times from the place of power that you now are in you know what i mean as an enabled functioning self-aware you know healing adult you will actually notice that okay Something in me paused because I remember how I felt. I remember what I smelled. You know, I remember what I saw, what I heard, whatever. Everybody's different. But there was a little part of you too, or maybe a big part for some people that literally the mind was like, chicka, chicka, chick. And you literally just started. It's almost like, okay, you know what? I got the best way to put it. Medical medium, shout out to medical medium. And my homegirl told me this. When she get her website up, I'm going to shout her out too. <laughs> yeah, bitch, I hope you're listening because I'm calling your eyes out. Hurry up. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to medical medium. But what he said was when he was talking about basically when people get really sick, that in the ethers, like in the spiritual realm, and I, and I truly listen as a person that was, oh my God, deathly ill listen, this is true, I can, I can vouch for this. You almost feel like there is like another layer of protection or like there's, there's something around you that knows you're sick. Every, okay. If you've been sick and you ain't never felt that, you ain't been that damn sick. (laughs) Okay. Anybody that's been deathly ill, they know what the fuck I'm talking about. There's a feeling and, it's, and you know it. You you can even feel it on a day to day. And that even kind of adds to your frustration because you're like, damn, I know the answers and the help is there. But fuck, can my body, can my brain, can, can something find it and get it and make it make sense and apply it? So how does this apply to what I'm saying? Medical medium said... That when people get really sick and deathly ill, that there are literally, there are angels that come and surround this person and they basically know this person is sick. Like they just, they just flock to this person. It's almost like your light starts shining higher in the, in the, in the beams, of heaven, the ethers, the universe, whatever you want to call it. And they know it's like a bat signal. Like, oh no, we got to go to this person. Fuck. And Here's the thing. I don't think that happens just when you're sick. I think that happens in very traumatizing, painful experiences. I think something goes up into the ethers. And I think it's like a ping, almost like a light goes on. Like, oh, hey, one of our ones is is the A they got it. they own. They got to go through their process. Fuck. It's that time star seed is trying to come through the concrete you know like literally it's like you just start feeling because it's the thing and this is what I've noticed a lot of people not just myself but a lot of people that have been through grotesque ex- experiences especially like younger and then getting older I mean they 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 are they've always felt weird but then after it's like it just solidified the weirdness. They've been the oddball in some way, shape, or form. Rather, it was in their family, at their job, at their school, you know, in their personal social lives, in their in their in their uh relationships, whatever. These people are usually the oddballs out. But when you think about it, even when we think about you're rich and successful, yes, we know we got other dynamics, the elites and families and generational money and wealth, we get all that. But Now in the 2020s, we have a whole, we have whole new generations of people that have generated self-wealth, you know, for sure. So, but when you look at these people, I mean, their stories, like I said, they're fucking grotesque. They're horrible. So, and once again, I think I've referenced this on this podcast before, but y'all need to go and rewatch the movie Split. I probably should just do a podcast on Split and break that down because I think that that was, I, don't get me wrong. Oh boy is an incredible actor. He's an, he's an incredible, ty, incredibly talented, I forgot that dude's name, but he was in Wanted. He's Professor X. He was in all that shit. I like him, uh, that white boy. I cannot think of his name. But, but what we also underestimated, well, I'm going to say not underestimated, but what we didn't zoom in on is the fucking writing, the writing, damn it, the concept. I said, damn, I need to figure out who wrote the damn movie. Cause I was like, even when I first seen it, like I'm okay. I'm gonna keep it real. When I first seen it, I was so triggered. I could, (laughs) oh my God. When I first seen it, I was so fucking triggered. I hate that. I hate when I watch a movie and I get triggered as fuck for a second. And then I kind of almost like blank out for several minutes or I mean, girl, I mean, it could, I'm saying girl, like I'm on the phone with my home, girl uh 30 minutes but yeah I just blink out and then I have to like bring myself back I've gotten better at that for sure like I'm definitely way more aware of my uh deep dark ruminating but shit uh <laughs> listen the first time I seen it I was triggered as hell I was like oh I mean it was I liked it but when I went back because it actually it took me a minute to rewatch it again but something was like, man, rewatch it. Like it just kept calling me to rewatch it. So I rewatched it again and then I got it. I said, oh, wow, because it was even crazy to me, like the girl, the, so not the other two girls that got killed, not her friends that was, tri- oh my God, that right there shows exactly what I was saying. Okay. So this is how I know, even on a spiritual level, what I'm saying resonates. During the movie, and whoever wrote this movie, they either have counseled a lot of you know abuse survivors or they have been thoroughly abused because I'm telling only people they notice when you see when they when they first get kidnapped and they like wake up, the other two girls I mean they're tripping the fuck out, they're crying, they're panicking. They're emotional. Like you can just tell, like I knew right off the bat, I said, they not going to make it. I said, these bitches can't even think straight. Literally. I could like the whole movie. I didn't even realize, like I still was able to tell kind of what was going to happen amongst, just based on the psychology that was portrayed of the girls. So the girl who I forgot her name too, but it's played by the little uh, white girl from Queens gambit. I love that bitch too. Um, she was the girl, if you notice, she remained very quiet. And she just observed the situation. And I think she even tried to tell them, like, y'all need to calm down. You need to be able to slow it. Basically, like, bitches, y'all, your chaos, <laughs> this this frantic, you're going to get yourself killed. And that's ultimately what happened. So, but as the movie progressed, you know, y'all, for y'all that haven't, well, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, I ain't gonna all the way spoil it for y'all that haven't seen it. But for those, yeah, for those that haven't seen it, basically it comes out that she was like being molested by somebody, right? When she was younger. So now that she's older, she was just able to handle stressful situations just a little bit better than her you know, counterparts. But at the end of the movie, like I said, and I think I've referenced this before too, And even the therapist said in the movie, she said, these people can access different parts of the mind and their body will even physically respond. The reason why I want to get to do a podcast on split specifically is because I even want to get, I want to touch on the beast. The beast is like, I'm going to save it. Okay. Anywho, I'm going to stay on because I will get off on a tangent. This fucking episode will be an hour and I ain't trying to be up hour. I'm trying to get high and get on YouTube. So, um, <laughs> uh, but anywho at the end, when he's seeing, you know, the bruises and stuff. And he was like, I, what did he say to her? But he basically left her. He let her survive because he was like, basically like, bitch, you're one of me. Like you're one of the strong ones or whatever the fuck he said. But on a spiritual level, I kinda, I I got it. It resonated with me because I was like, damn, I said to myself, that is kind of how it is in real life. Excuse me, y'all. I'm out here in this goddamn Midwest. Oh my god! Like when y'all hear me do that, c- 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 shit. It's these allergies. The poly It's just I've never had allergies in my life until I came back to the Midwest, and I'm so annoyed. I'm so irritated. It's okay because this this is coming to a rapid fucking end. But anywho, um, what was I saying? What was I saying? Oh yeah. Uh, oh damn no. What was I saying? <sighs> this damn Gemini moon get the best of me, and these thoughts just get to run in a million miles in a million miles an hour. It's okay. It'll come back to me. I get the gist of what I'm saying. But anywho, y'all, basically, because it's weird, at 27 minutes, so I can go ahead and start rounding up anyway. But what I'm saying, I'm saying all this to say. And majority of people have been thoroughly traumatized in childhood, adolescence, life, whatever, in, in a multitude of different ways. You got people that have been molested, raped, fucking uh, sex trafficked, kidnapped, beat, um, you know, uh, tortured, castrated, circumcised. I mean, all type of crazy shit, you know, People, I mean, satanic abuse, ritualistic abuse, you know, the list just goes on and on, you know, and I'm saying this too, because now I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news because I have to protect my peace and I have to protect my inner world for those for like, I just even just did this beautiful disclaimer called soft words and gentle tones. For those of you that have not listened to it, go listen to the 10 minute disclaimer, about this channel because I did say that it's paying into purpose. <laughs> Everybody has been thoroughly traumatized, and the world is just fucking chaotic. Everybody's life in. You know what I mean? It literally, and I, and, and knowing I got to protect my inner world. Oh, no, like I said on my disclaimer, like you got to protect your mental health. Rather that's the people you talk to, the person you fucking, you know, your 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 job, your business, your city and location, you know, like there's so many things. Like literally when you have to be the co-creator of the you literally have to be the co creator of your life and your world. You cannot let media propaganda. Social I mean, literally, you cannot let none of it get into your own psyche because then you can't hear your fucking self. And that's a problem. You can't let the pain get so loud that you can't hear your purpose. And you got to understand, and I encourage those that have been through crazy shit, going through crazy shit, you know, you gotta realize and 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 listen, everybody's path and purpose is different. It's just like mine. Like I know my purpose. My purpose is is really it's simple. Two things is one is to be a resource for the people that I love and for everybody around me. That's just what it is. That's what I love. That's how I show love. That's how I show up in the world. I like to be a fucking resource. I like to be a plethora of knowledge. Of even if it's hey, I can try to point you in the right direction, goddamn it. I don't know, or fuck, I know somebody that knows, you know what I mean? Hold on, or I could find out. That's that's me. And within my other business, I'm able to create opportunities for other businesses, you know what I mean, to do their thing while serving my business while also serving other purposes in people's lives you know what i mean in the way that i can in business that's just my purpose and then my purpose with the carbon alchemist you know it's just like i told my homegirl when we be talking about just you know our journeys and stuff but i told her i said if you didn't go through what you went through you couldn't relate to people i'm getting hella listen. like literally i'm even like i'm shocked in a good way and i'm and i'm humbled and it's so much gratitude, you know, but even my listener and my, my listener count and my plays, like that means a lot to me. Cause it's like, damn, people are taking, like y'all could be anywhere in the world and people are taking time out of their day, out of their life. You know what I mean? To listen to me, you could be doing a million and one things right now, but you listening you listening to me, I have the utmost gratitude. Good or bad, I don't even care. Rather, you listening to talk shit, you're listening to disagree. You're listening for you know, resonation, confirmation, whatever. Like I'm just happy for the the energetic exchange. I'll take it, damn it. Because something it lets me know that something I'm saying is resonating, some way or another. I'm relating to people when y'all call and text and y'all inquiring about sessions listen I get happy when people just call and I'm like that in both my businesses like that's literally but that's also what pain does it will give you so much gratitude even for the littlest shit I don't even have to get nobody even has to pay me I'm just happy that you thought enough of my business to call I'm happy you thought enough of my business. There's a million and one businesses on Google. For both of them. But you thought, to, you thought enough to call mine. To patronize mine. You thought enough. There's a million and one podcast. But you, you won't listen to me. That's, that's, that, that's that humility. And that purpose that came out of that fucking pain. Aretha, Aretha went back. And ended up making a gospel album. Getting back to her roots. You know what I mean? But I I got it in the movie. That was that was her her humility, her 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 gratitude showing up in her life. Like, okay listen, you know, what I mean, yes, nobody can stop the rain. You're this, but you're still a vessel. And that's what people got to always remember. And this is what I mean, everybody like. Yeah, you you could be a vessel for positivity or negativity, whatever you want to do. And and listen, sometimes it's perception. It's probably motherfuckers that get on here and they like, oh, my God, I, I don't see who can listen to this bitch. <laughs> you know, hey, listen, I ain't for everybody. I ain't everybody cup of tea. I'm a good old shot of wild turkey whiskey, baby, one on one. I'm not for everybody. But I'm never trying to be. I'm only trying to be me and those who love me, those who fuck with me, they going to ride with me regardless and the rest of the way because they know my heart, they hear my intentions. So, once again, that's that pain and the purpose. It doesn't matter. You don't, the world doesn't have to agree. You know, Maya Angelou's, your Aretha Franklin's, your Martin Luther King's, your Malcolm X's, your Alex Haley's, like all of your... You know, you know, and I'm just naming black people because I'm just we just talking about black people right now. But anybody great, you know, these people went through constant opposition. But you know what it is? That pain. And it's fucked up. And I know nobody wants to hear this, but I got to keep it real with y'all. That pain is actually what made you comfortable being uncomfortable. And the ability to be uncomfortable is what's going to be able to get you to success, the level of success that you want. If you can't be uncomfortable, life in general will just feel very hard and oppressive. You know what I mean? Like it just will. Everything will be a task. Everything will be laborious. Everything will be a fucking melodrama because you just cannot stand to be uncomfortable. And that's why successful people in those, what they call them, your one percenters or your elites, this is why there's only one per however many people. This is why they're called outliers. Because everybody can't in there or they're not willing to be in pain to do what the fuck they got to do. Because even when you in your purpose, damn, this this thing might be long anyway. Even when, I'm going to try to cut it off, y'all, but I got to get this solved because somebody needs to hear this. Even when you in your purpose, it is not going to stop you from pain. It is not going to stop you from opposition. It is not going to save you from heartache. It is not going to all of a sudden, oh, no, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. Truly and utterly. You just get better at dealing with it. You just get better at dealing with this shit and then you just start realizing you know what? These truly are worldly and human fucking problems. I don't need to give It's so funny. My dad actually see he put it the best way. He said, "You ain't got to throw a rocket every uh uh dog that bark at you." You know? <laughs> He said, "You know, he goddamn Leo always philosophizing and shit. He, yeah, but it, but it's funny, but it's the truth. Like, yeah, you don't have to, you 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 ain't gotta play into every situation. Every like, for example, and it's funny because I told my homegirl as soon as this happened. Long story short, in my other business, I got a check right." And I wanted to cash it immediately, not, you know, wait for it to pend and give me half and all that. And I needed the whole thing right then and there. So I went to a Lynn Nation because they cash business checks. And I know this because I cashed a business check before Lynn Nation. (laughs) So this, this, this goes into the story. And this also ties into what I be saying with black people. Listen, oh my God, I'm gonna tie it all in. So as soon as I walked in, so it was a white chick and it was a black chick. Now, I'm gonna keep it real, y'all. To me, it really don't matter. Rather, she rather it, literally it don't matter because the black chick could have gave me just as much heat, honestly, as the white girl. So I'm not even finna drag this white girl all like this. I'm gonna get to the point because Literally, there's times where I will avoid black women altogether, too, in certain customer service arenas. Because I'm like, hell no, I feel her attitude from here. And I don't want no parts. Like, I feel it. You got trauma. You dealing with these people. I get it, but fuck no. Like, I worked in retail. I worked in food. I worked in alcohol. I worked in accounting. I worked in everything. And I still... I. That's part of the reason why I would get fired. My customer service is damn good, okay? people, Listen, coworkers may say, fuck me, but customers is always riding with a nigga, always. You you want a corporate review? You put me in your store? You want people to leave, be happy, come back, ask for me? Yes, because I keep it real with people. It's something like when I worked in retail, if something didn't look right, I ask them. I'd be like, do you want me to tell you Like, what you want to hear or do you want me to be your friend? And they would be like, I want you to be my friend. I'm like, okay, no, I don't like this at all. Put the, this one was way better, you know, but they would appreciate it. And that's why, you know, just whatever. So anywho, I go, go to the white girl to the left. And I'm glad I did. Actually, I'm still glad I did. She ended up being a branch manager. So the black chick probably would have had to solicit her anyway. But, um, she was the branch manager, so this is what I did, y'all, and I'm saying this for a reason. I walked in, I smiled, I said, "Hey, how you doing? How's your day going? Oh, yeah, it's good, it's rainy, did it. it's cool. you know, small talk. I immediately grabbed the the store business card. I immediately pulled out my i d and I immediately put my phone on the counter, and I looked up and asked her after i um yeah, like went to my, I have like basically Dropbox on my phone where I keep all my business documents, all my contracts, literally just everything. This quick business tip. For those, if y'all need to access quick like business documents, use Dropbox. Like it's cool. You can organize your folders. It's right there on your phone. And then the folders are right there on the laptop you download. I love Dropbox. Anywho, I love organization-y stuff. Anywho, um, So, yeah, so after that, um, so no, so I had the card and I I asked her, I said, "Is this is a store email, right, for here. And she said, yeah. So I signed the check and I wrote on the back of the check, let's just say, I'm going to call it Southwest Apartments, okay, Southwest Apartments. And I slid it back to her. So she literally looks at the check and this is why I say people be on bullshit. She looks at the, at the at the at the front of the check and sees that it's a business check. Looks at me and just says, "I don't know if we're going to be able to cash this." Then she turns it around and says, "Wait, why did you put uh Southwest Apartments on here? The check on the front says Southwest Investors. I we're not going to be able to cash this." And she literally slides the check back to me. So I literally took a fucking breath. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> oh my God. And follow me you all. Cause I'm going to tell you how this all ties in. Y'all know, I y'all know we're going to come with the wraparound. I took a breath, literally all in my nose, just nasal, just deep yogi into the diaphragm back out. And I said, ma'am, why can't you cash this check? I've cashed a check from this same company, meaning my company, at Lynn Nation before. And actually, the Lynn Nation, and mind y'all, the first time I cashed a business check was the Lynn Nation. It was like in the hood part of where I live. I'm actually over in like a nicer area. So it already, you see what I'm saying? It's just like, uh, like this really don't make sense. Whatever. So she goes back, starts making all these calls, comes back. And so I said, ma'am, why don't you just call and verify the check? Verify the check with the bank. I said, the check literally prompted for me to put that. I think it's their way of keeping track of things and actually verifying. Now, this dumbass bitch don't know that a nigga used to work in accounting and billing. So I know what I'm talking about. Even outside of my business, because I worked for other businesses, it varies on their billing and their, their accounting system. So some people may do like a purchase order reference number or invoice reference number. It might be the same. Some may, whatever y'all get, basically what I'm saying is, is that it depends on the system, whatever, everybody has a slightly different way. And that's okay because different banks, different companies verify things differently. And clearly, if it's on the check, then I can put it. And I did this for the last check that I had also cashed with Lin Nation. <laughs> Fuck. So, anywho... She brings the check back after the second call and is while we're going back and forth, then she says, then she keeps asking me, do you have your business documents? Well, do you have your business documents? You have your business documents? And you know, we already know the microaggressive tones white people have. I don't even give a fuck anymore. I just look at them sternly, no fucking smile. And I said, okay, uh, look, I said, I have my business documents lady. I said, the business documents are not the problem. I said, this is why I grabbed the business card as soon as I walked in. But that's what I'm saying. Motherfuckers get so triggered. You get so emotional and so triggered that you don't even see, okay, this is what I'm saying. Even when I used to work in retail or I worked in whatever job I had, I could always tell When it was a repeat customer, even if I had never seen that customer, I could tell by the way they would shop, the way they would move through the store, the questions they would ask if they did ask questions or how they shopped if they didn't. I could tell by the way that literally you you could you could if you're observant, you can tell when somebody knows your fucking establishment. So, bitch, when I walk in and I grab a card, I get my ID. I, I endorsed the check. I slid it to you. That right there should have, and I and I asked you, is this the email? That right there should have told you, this bitch know what she doing. She's done this before. So why you tried to play me, I don't know. But it's actually, I do know. But it's cool. Because we going to get to this point. Bitch, you were my content for today. No problem. Because I'm going to drive this point home for the people that got to hear it. But this is what I'm saying. Long story short, the bitch end up cashing a check the, she, she does exactly <laughs> the process of what I just said. She called and verified the check with the bank. She called and verified it with the fucking business owner. And then this bitch can't even admit defeat. She going to give me the check uh, application thing and going to say, oh, I just need you to fill this out in case we can cash it. And I just looked at her. And you know how you look at somebody and you don't even have to say the words. They just know that you know that it's bullshit. Bitch, you're having me fill this form out because I can cash my check. <laughs> you're not having me fill this form out in case. You're having me fill this form out because, bitch, I can cash my check because I sent you my articles of organization the my my certificate of good standing all these different things i sent you that that clearly says that i am the sole member of my company and your goofy ass went back the second time around and your manager told you oh she's cashed here before a similar amount as well goofy bitch (laughs) you get what i'm saying i say all this to say there's there's a few different, um, actually, lessons in this. Number one, black people. This is a perfect example of when I say how in an everyday stance or in every, yeah, it, you just take an everyday stance against not only racism, but classism. Because that's even what my friend pointed out. She said, I don't even think it was just a racist thing. I think it was more so of a classist thing because you got a business and she like, Damn, bitch, I got to be here all week. How you figure this out? You know what I mean? That could have happened to anybody. And then, you know, like you look younger, you got a baby face, like it just, or, you know, you just look younger. Like I don't wear a lot of makeup. So people sometimes can tend to think that I look younger. So it's so many different dynamics. But what I'm saying is, is that none of that matters. You know why? Because number one, just like my grandpa always, always used to tell me. Cross your T's, dot your I's, and keep your nose clean. He would always say that. Keep your nose clean. Meaning, basically, have your shit in order. So now, guess what? Even if somebody do want to be racist or classist towards you, it does not matter. Your shit is so in order. And because you took the time. You know what I mean? You was moving in your purpose. You could have purpose in everything that you do. You know what I mean? You just can, but be especially when you're doing something like your business, your career, you know, your domestic work, whatever is important, like, you know, to you. When you're operating in your purpose, nobody can stop it. I have my shit together. You know what I mean? And I say that to encourage, you know, especially black people, like Do not get into, don't come to the business arena or the entrepreneurial arena thinking, oh, you know, we're black. Nobody wants to fuck with us. We only got to fuck with other black people. Everybody's going to shun us and everybody's racist and this, this, and that. No, 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 no. You'd be amazed. More people want to fuck with you than not, but you got to move within your purpose and you got to have your shit together. But that's everybody because, and this is why I say like Hell, even if it was a black, uh, a white girl that came in. Now, listen, I don't think she would have got the initial treatment that I would have got. But I still think that she would have got that attitude and she still would have had to come with her shit together because this bitch was going to have a problem regardless. She just was, you know what I mean? Like it just and it was just my turn. But none of that matters. I'm walking in my purpose. Then number two. Stay calm. Don't. Practice in life, people not able to, people being, not being able to get you out of your energy. Practice not being so fucking emotional. Practice being more cerebral. Practice being more methodical. You know what I mean? Just in your thinking, slow the thoughts down. And I get it. Sometimes it's hard to do. We all suffer from humanity, but I'm just saying like, literally I took a breath. You know what I mean? Like. And it wasn't no, uh, you know, no, 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 no. It was a real calm. I said, okay. And even that probably even garnered a different response. Cause now she like, damn, okay. This bitch got some control. Like she not even finna go off. No, I'm going to concisely break this shit down. (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm, and I'm not going to let you Clearly you're a vessel for the Archon for me today. Like you're, you've just, you've just been activated right now in this moment to just piss me off and just, it literally is like a test. Like, okay, how ready are you for this next level? You in your purpose now, but this doesn't mean that you still not going to deal with bullshit. This still not going to mean that people not going to try you. It still don't mean that people not going to try to tear you down. It still don't mean that people not going to try to minimize you. It was so funny, even in this Aretha movie, mind you, this bitch is traveling all over the world. She is Aretha Franklin at this point. The nigga that she, well, I'm going to say her husband, but the nigga that she with, was still trying to tell her, oh, yeah, well, basically like, well, bitch, you, you know where you came from. Bitch ass nigga, it don't matter. She's Aretha Franklin. <laughs> She's Aretha fucking Franklin. Who are you? They only know you because of her. It doesn't matter, and clearly it was the building blocks because she's here now. So clearly this bitch is something great out of the, out of the ethers. What are you talking about? But it just shows how, and I love that they actually put that in the movie because it just shows how on each and every level, there's always gonna be some the situation or somebody or something, big or small. You know what I mean? Like to me, that was still a relatively small interaction. Like. That's what I'm saying. I don't even give it like I'm at the point now. It's just a lot of things. I don't even really give it the time of day. It's literally have a good day. Have a good night. <laughs> you know, have a good day. Have a good night. Like I'm not even finna. It's not worth it. Like I have been sick as hell. My adrenals can't take it. I can't even get super hyped. You know what I mean? Like from a real deep space anymore. Cause I'll start shaking. My body will literally start shaking. I don't want the drama, you know? Um, but I just like that it showed that they, that the movie showed that they need to do a, a damn biopic on Maya if they haven't already, but cause that's really interesting. But I'm just saying all this to say, and I hope I closed all my loops in this one. And I this shit end up being an hour anyway, but it's cool. That's just what happens when you're moving in your purpose. <laughs> It ain't even about you and what you want to do no more. You a vessel for God. You a vessel for the universe. You a vessel for the goddess. Like you just, you're, you're here to serve, you know, but that's what I encourage those that are going through or have been through painful and traumatic experiences. Like at any age, it don't matter. Rather you young listening to this because I know I got some young listeners that's like fucking 18 and I, y'all probably lying because y'all probably even younger than that. But rather you a young listener, you, uh, uh, in your early twenties, mid twenties, you old, it don't matter. It literally does not matter because it's never too late to find what it is that you love. Everybody's timing is different, but remember that your journey is unique and your journey, good or bad and everything in between are the building blocks for your greatness. If you let it be that it's the building blocks for you know it's it's that strength that you're going to need when you start climbing the ranks of whatever it is that you do you know because the same version of you and you may not realize it because you're living your life you know what i mean you're you look in the mirror every day and you still see the same perp the same person but you're really not on the inside and it it shows. It shows up in your life. It shows up in your relationships because, you know, when your energy starts adjusting, when you start it literally, it's like a light. It's like, yeah, it's just like I said when people get sick. Like it's like a light turns on. Like, but in your psyche. And now, but it's almost like the people around you too have also figured out oh, damn, this person light. They know they know who they are now. So, but you don't realize that the, 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 you that started out on the journey, you know what I mean? And I'm going to say maybe from your first traumatic experience to now, you're probably 10 levels ahead of where you were and you just don't know it. You don't even realize, and this is why I say it's so important to celebrate the little victories, you know what I mean? That you have on the day to day. Like for me today, that was a victory because literally if that was me, if that was Carbon Alchemist. I'm going to even say three years ago, oh, I'm popping off. And I still would have popped off concisely, but it would have been way more violent. Like even now, me relaying it would have been like, okay, so whoop dee whoop woo You don't understand. Let me get, you know what, give me your card. Because you don't even, you know what I mean? It would have actually been that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It ain't even all that now. Bitch, you're not even worth it. You know what I mean? Like you got to really realize like... Certain situations, certain people, certain everything, it's just not worth it. And that's okay. You're walking in your purpose and you got to focus on the next levels that you're going to and being prepped for that because this, what you're dealing with right right now is nothing compared to where you're going, even if it's horrible. And you know what? I may even take a gander and I'm even go as far as to say, the more horrible it is, I say the more destined for greatness you fucking are. If you done been through some deep, dark, horrible shit, God damn it, I need you to take over the world and whatever it is that you do as well because that just tells me whatever it, whatever calling that was on your life, whatever purpose, God intended is so fucking powerful that the powers that be, the archons, the devil, whatever you want to call the negative evil energy, that motherfucker tried to take you out early and fast because it knew what you was going to do. It knew what you was capable of. It, It knew your power. So it got to do everything you it can. It's going to try to throw everything. If you start getting to the place in life and you like, God damn, everything coming my way. Now, this is outside of accountability and all that shit. But y'all know what I mean when it's just like it, you you may go through a phase where you be like, damn. This is actually, you know, the chillest I've ever been. Or, you know, I'm growing or I'm, you know, you may be moving into a new phase. Nah, fuck that. You are being propelled into a new reality and I need you to recognize it as such. I just watched this Lauren London interview with that. I don't know what the podcast is, but I seen that Indian dude. And I hope he's Indian or Middle Eastern, but he got the like light eyes and he looks he Indian or Middle Eastern. He wanted him, but she just got a recent interview and I didn't get to watch it to the very end, but I got a good chunk of it in and she talked about surrendering and I think she actually said a lot of powerful shit in it. I would suggest those go watch it. You know what? I would suggest go those go watch it. Cause she, I feel in a way, was just talking about that. Yeah. She even is kind of saying what I'm saying now. Like, you know, when you go through, sometimes when you go through painful experiences, like you don't have a choice, but to spiritually elevate, mentally elevate because there's literally nowhere else to go. You're at a rock bottom you know what i mean like you just are and it's and then she even was like i'm an only child you know so i had to go through shit by myself so i really had to realize like you come into this world by yourself you leave by yourself and it really is only it really is only you and god so you got to foster that relationship cultivate that relationship within yourself this is why i'm such a hardcore cultist this is why i'm so hardcore and people building their spiritual practice and whatever that is, you know what I mean? It don't matter the religion, just have something that realigns you and that 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 puts that creed on you. You feel me? And that holds you accountable to your purpose and has you operate within that. It ain't always gonna be perfect. It definitely ain't gonna be a straight line, but I'd be damned if you're not gonna get there. I'm rooting for you. You feel me? Uh, so yeah, man. That's 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 what it is. We about to wrap on up. Damn anchor, giving me the heads up. You see, you talking too damn much. So anywho, y'all, I'ma leave with that. Turn your pain and your traumas into purpose and power. Walk with your head held high. Okay. And you go out into the world with the utmost confidence and know that you are ready for any and every fucking thing that life could throw at you because you've already been prepped. You, you, you are literally built for this. Okay? All right, y'all. Carbon, Al- Carbon miss out.